All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of What's What VR. Today, we have Monica Alley here with us. Monica, how are you? Good, good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming. You guys got some great work that you guys are doing, so it's more important to be doing that than talking to me. But you are with Anna's Grace Foundation, correct? Yes, yes. So tell me, I, I know, but for, for somebody who doesn't know, you know, what is it you guys are doing over there? So Anna's Grace essentially helps families who have experienced miscarriage, stillbirth, or infant loss. Um, one of our biggest projects is to help them with those unexpected end-of-life costs that they experience, burial and funeral home expenses, because um, usually insurance doesn't cover that. And they already have enough to worry about. You know, they need to focus on healing and not those expenses. And that's where Anna's Grace comes in to help them with that. That's amazing. That is, so you're usually meeting people on, you know, one of the worst days of their life, I'm assuming. You know, yeah. it's those days are difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you guys been doing this? And is this local grassroots, you know, started or more of a national, you know, piece? No, actually, Anna was my baby. Um, oh, okay. And so this came about after my husband and I lost Anna in 2013. Uh, we were searching for a way to make her life have meaning and to give back to the community. And one of the best ways we thought we could do that was to walk beside these other families who were experiencing a similar thing. And so um, I think we helped our first family in the summer of 2015. And we're almost up to 700 families helped since then. Wow. And so tell me, walk me through, you know, when you say help the families, what is it you guys are doing to, actually, you know, to help them? You know, so, obviously there's some emotional support, you know, that everyone's going to go through in an event like that. Right. So first and foremost, the most, um, the initial need that most families have is to take care of those funeral home and um, cemetery expenses so that they can say goodbye in a dignified and meaningful way. And so we'll help them there, but that's not where it ends because families, you know, need to be supported um, throughout their journey. And so throughout the year, we'll offer, um, events where people can come together in a safe place to talk about their baby, to remember about their, remember their baby and really celebrate their baby. Um, it's not easy to talk about baby loss out in society at large. Um, it's uncomfortable for someone to ask about it. Sometimes it's uncomfortable to talk about it, but when you're in a group of other people who have experienced it, you feel like you can finally say things and do things. Um, and that's, what we aim to do at our events to give them permission to talk about their baby. Um, Cause they're surrounded by other people who understand those emotions that go into it. And, then and I wonder, do you think it plays in, you know, I've dealt, you know, I've had some of this in my life and I've also had some, you know, lost out a brother that passed and a lot of people I've talked to that have been in some of those situations. They find it's easier sometimes to talk to other people that you aren't so closely connected with you know, like with, you know, with direct family, maybe to where it's like, Hey, I really don't know you all that well, but I don't mind telling you some of my story or I can kind of get it out because I'm not going to run into you tomorrow morning, you know, or we're not going to have to keep looking at this. Like, are you having a bad day still? You know, it's, you can kind of talk and then remove yourself from it. Is that yeah. No, I really think that um, the community around baby loss is different and it's, it's a different kind of loss. And to see the bonds between these families is amazing. 
but I think there's like a specific connection between them because it is such a unique type of loss um, mm -hmm. where they look forward to seeing each other every year. Um, you know, and they, they've, they've made connections that they normally wouldn't have made because of their, um, the similar, you know, loss that they've experienced. So every year at our events, you'll see people that met the previous year, you know, they may not have talked in the interim, but they're excited to see each other because they know what they've been through. They've been walking the same journey. Um, they've walked in each other's shoes and they're back again, you know, to support each other the next year. That's amazing. And that's, it's amazing. so you, you said, I'm looking at the website, almost you're approaching 700 families, you know, is that locally, you, you know, started this here, is that locally here, the greater Baton Rouge, you know, area or we? Yes. So it's the nine parishes. It's the nine parishes that make up the greater Baton Rouge area. Okay. And so baby loss happens every day, every day. If you haven't been touched by it, you probably know someone who has even if they haven't expressed that to you. Um, and these are the families who have reached out to us, you know, to, to get that extra support. Wow. And so how is this, how is this growing for, you know, do you have a team? Are you looking for people that can help? You know, there's always, it seems like everybody I've talked to, you know, everybody needs another hand, you know, but if there's something, you know, is there anything that immediately you could think that, you know, maybe we've got somebody listening that could help, you know, or that, you know, wants to get involved and says, you know, hey, this happened to me. I had no idea that this, you know, organization even existed. You know, what, what's next? You know, obviously, you know, dial the number, but, you know, tactically, what is it, you know, is there anything you're looking for right now? Well, Corona, COVID has been difficult <laughs> to navigate. And I think any nonprofit would tell you that. Um, and for Anna's Grace in particular, donations, of course, are down but requests for assistance are way up. So before mm -hmm. coronavirus, a typical month would, would be maybe um, assisting 10 to 12 families. Whereas since coronavirus, we're seeing you know, 18, 19, 20 families a month um, need, in need of assistance. So you know, there's that immediate need of, of donations. And of course, with every event, we're always looking for volunteers to help out. Many hands make light work. Um, and so we have an upcoming event on March 21st, um, the Anna's Grace Quarter Marathon. So we're looking for participants and you can participate virtually if you want to. Um, we need, you know, volunteers, sponsors, any way that you can help with that. Um, we would be grateful for it because usually the quarter marathon is our biggest event of the year and it brings in about half of our annual income. Um, mm -hmm. but this year of course is going to look different you know? Um, and so, you know, we need to make it as successful as we can. And so we're really asking the community to come out um, and help us in any way possible, whether that's creating a team, a fundraising team, a running team, sponsoring us, um, spreading the word is huge. Um, just getting the word out would be a big well, help. I like the idea of virtually running a quarter marathon versus <laughs> running a marathon. I think I could do that a little bit better. Um, I generally don't try to run anywhere, but, um, but no, seems, it, it'd be hard for me too, but I could virtually sign up and do it, you know, and I could tell you that I virtually, you know, I used the keyboard. I ran the whole way. Um, so Debbie, how does that, uh, what do you guys envision? How do you see that, you know, going right now? You know, with, is it going to be, you've got obviously a place, you know, where, where people can go run, but they can also virtually, is there anything 
people going to be able to participate online with anything or so how's the is, event come uh, together? Yeah. So there's a lot happening this week. Um, the governor just made his announcement about moving into phase three. Um, you know, so we hope to make an announcement as to what our event will look like by the end of the week. Um, okay. There's still a lot of logistics that go into it. You know, a lot of hurdles that we need to, to, to jump over and um, we just, there's a, you know, with coronavirus, you gotta be flexible. Um, so hopefully by the, the end of this week, we'll have a better uh, handle on what it's going to look like. But one way or the other, we will be remembering our babies out there on March 21st. Um, we, every year after the race, we have a remembrance celebration where um, we remember our babies out loud by reading the names of all the babies that, um, you know, their families are there to, to remember them in a balloon release. And it's just a, a way for families once again to come together as a community to support one another, even if it's six feet away. Um, and so, you know, it's important for, the, for them to feel the community behind them. And a way to do that is, you know, to participate. You know, if, you, if we can't run like we normally would, just to know that someone is, uh, you can join one of their running teams, you know, show your support that way. Um, if someone you know has lost a baby, start a team in that baby's name and let them know um, or start a fundraising team in their baby's name and let them know because every dollar that's raised goes to help another family. People can donate online. You know, you can sign up, you can do everything. You've got it all there. Right. Right. So, you know, annasgrace.org for anybody who doesn't know, you know, we'll kind of link down there. Um, what else, you know, is there anything from, obviously like we've talked, you know, the donations from a, logistical from you know do you from support staff is there you know groups that you're looking to work with you know maybe you know i'm i don't know i'm trying to just think from anything that we can possibly help maybe make a connection with you know from is it you know different you know funeral homes to you know different things like that is anything that we can help there or maybe anybody who's looking well we have a, a great relationship with most of the um funeral homes and cemeteries in our area. We've worked with most of them um, mm -hmm. over the last um, five, six years. Um, we also have a great working relationship with the birthing hospitals here. Um, they've been great. What we are probably the most lacking in is promotional knowledge, um, mm -hmm. kind of this sort of thing, you know, to, mm -hmm. to spread the word about different events and what we do. Um, so if anybody is, you know, knowledgeable, I am not techie at all. <laughs> Um, and we don't really have anybody, we, we don't really have a staff. We don't, you know, okay. it's all volunteers. Um, and so if anybody has a special skill that they would be willing to share with us, we would love to hear from them. Okay. That's what we've talked, you know, about some of the, you know, just getting some of the business community, some of the people that we have to pitch in, you know, and allow some of those, whether you've got, you know, the marketing teams or you've got, you know, graphics teams or production teams, you know, let some of those, you know, spend a little bit of time, you know, helping. So maybe it's something that somebody's listening can talk to a boss, you know, or, you know, yeah. coworker and say, Hey, let's get a team. Let's go do this. Let's get, meet some people. And then maybe we can come back and volunteer a little bit of our time to help, you know, in some of those efforts of what's yeah. going on. And so, cause that's gotta be a, that's, a, a big burden to carry, but not only, you know, carrying it yourself, you know, sounds like it can be a lot. I've always been told it's lonely on the top. So, 
Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I have great teams, like, for a quarter marathon, for all of our events. We have, you know, great support teams. All the volunteers come together. They're dedicated. And that's what you really need. You know, people who understand what the mission is and are dedicated to, to seeing it move forward um, and growing. Because when we first started the first year, I have to tell you, um, when we started offering financial assistance, it was the summer of 2015. And by December, we had helped eight families. And we thought, oh, man, that was so easy. You know, this is so doable. But since mm -hmm. then, we, you know, we have grown tremendously. I think last year we helped over 175 families um, over the course of the year. And so every year we're seeing this exponential growth. And with that growth comes growing pains. And so you don't really know what you need until, you know, it happens. And then you're like, oh, I wish we knew somebody who um, knew how to do that. Because uh, yeah. we're having to learn it all from scratch. We're not professional fundraisers by any stretch of the imagination. We've never, I've never been involved with a nonprofit before we started it. Um, mm -hmm. So we're starting from the ground up and just trying to make a difference the best way we can. So one of the other things I wanted to you know, jump in and just talk if we don't get a chance, you also, do you still have the, you know, gala coming up, you know, we in do. July? Okay. Yeah. So what's so, the, for somebody who doesn't know on that one, you know, that's, I think it was July. I saw. Yeah. It's going to be held on July 31st mm -hmm. and um, every, it's called a sweet summer night. And so the big draw is we have different vendors from around Baton Rouge who offer their sweets for our um, participants to, to sample. So, you know, you might have, you know, bunt cakes or macaroons or cookies, or um, it's a very sweet event, but usually we'll have a, we'll have a silent auction um, mm -hmm. and different games and activities for people to participate in. And then of course there's lots of sweets. Sounds like an interesting night. So. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, people so. get to dress up, and it's a little different. You know, it's we like to say it's our dressy event. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and it's nice to dress up and have somewhere to go and to support a great cause. It's great to hear people talking about. It. I've been saying to people, just it seems like in the last three weeks, people have started talking about events again. Yeah, like that they're going to happen. It was. I'm telling you, I do this you know show pretty regularly. And, it, you know, a month ago, people were still going, I don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. You know, we don't know what we're going to do. Now there's the kind of the attitude of it's going to happen. We just don't know exactly how yet. You know, we're going to have the event or we're going to do this. But it's just I'm glad to hear that we're getting it back. because I think that's the groups like yourself, you know, the nonprofits have been hit extremely hard. And what a lot of people have tried to stress to a lot of people is they don't realize what they do for the community. You know, most of the nonprofits are doing things that other people don't want to do or that, frankly, just don't make fiscal sense for, you know, a business to do. Otherwise, somebody would have been, you know, the optimistic and ran in there and said, hey, I can make money doing this. Right. And it's so important that we help and support, you know, the nonprofits and for people to know what's going on. And now these events are what people, these are the social events that people go to. These are things that people do. And so that now that we can start getting them back and we can... I don't want to say back to normal, but, you know, back to moving and meeting with people. And, you know, it's just exciting to hear for me. And I think we're getting there. It's pretty exciting for me, too, um, because <laughs> last year, um, the initial shutdown happened two weeks before our race. 
No. And so we were primed to go. And then suddenly we had to shift gears, you know, and then our gala last year was postponed. And we did kind of a hybrid where you could participate virtually. And then a few people were able to come within the restrictions. Um, so we were really hopeful that this year would be different. Um, but we've had a year to kind of think about it, you know, and kind of come up with some options. And you'll see that probably by the end of this week. Like we've put forth some different ideas and um, mm -hmm. we think we can still make it meaningful for the families that we serve and for the families who come out to participate. And, you know, it's something important for the community as well. Like you said, people are just itching to get out and do something. And hopefully they think about it and say, hey, I can get out and do something and support a great cause at the same time. Exactly. That's that's exactly exactly what I was going to say. That you know, this is a chance to get out, support the cause, and like you said, it's affected so many people. And some people don't talk about it. Other people, you know, it's it's not something you want to talk about. I guess at the end of the day, you know, it really isn't. And in and of, it, in and of itself, it's a very isolating experience um, mm -hmm. because of that. And with COVID on top of it, it can just be you know terrible for families because th there's no options there's nowhere to go to talk about it if you wanted to um and so to be able to put on this event is very important because it's an opportunity for them to at least connect at some level with other families who have have you know who are journeying with them absolutely well no i think what we'll have to do is we'll have to get you to come back and tell us you know maybe you know kind of hey what th what does it look like you know we're closer because when did we say the when is the run the race is on the 21st, March 21st. 21st. March 21st. So, right. Um, I'd love to, you know, have you come back and tell us a little bit of it, you know, you know, when is it, you know, or not when, but where, you know, and logistics and how it works and how to sign up and we can, you know, get you in, jump into another show and kind of get the word out. So I think it's important what you guys are doing. Thank and, you. Uh, Thank you. I would love that. Awesome. Well, I appreciate all the time. It's, um, it's been fun to tell people all the time you have more important things to do than talk to me, you know. But, <laughs> but this, this is important, is a, you know. You're, you're doing a great service helping us to get the word out, so I appreciate that. Well, we, we appreciate that. I appreciate the kind words, and uh, we'll have you back and talk about, you know, a little bit more, and, you know, maybe, you know, we can maybe bring somebody that's got, a, you know, some stories, you know, the, you yeah. know, of how it's touched and how it's impacted them, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Ms. Michael, I appreciate it very much. Oh, I appreciate you. All right. Thank, Thank you. Bye.